everyone. Thanks for joining me. I wasn't going to come on today. The plan was for me to come on tomorrow, but things have changed and um, my schedule has um, changed. So I'm on here today. So anyways, I want to start off with actually something that happened to me. We used to live in this house. I was probably about, I don't know, 12 or 13, something like that. And the house was definitely haunted. There was definitely activity going on in this place that everyone experienced. As a matter of fact, when we first moved in there, one of my friends came over and she came up to me, and this is in the daytime, and she said, this house feels spooky. And to look at it, it wasn't spooky at all. It was a newer house. It wasn't an old house. And there were plenty of windows. It was bright. It didn't have the look that you think of when, you know, we're talking about haunted houses, especially back then. There was just this look that we all expected a haunted house to have. And this did not have that at all. And when she told me that, I already knew because I there were already things that had happened. And I knew that the house was haunted. And I told her, I believe it's haunted. And she said, yeah, I can feel something in here. So there were things that started happening like the, the water would go on in the bathrooms. Um, you would hear the toilets flushing when there was no one in there. The doors were wide open and just randomly they would flush themselves. And um, I was walking by one of the bathrooms down the hallway one day and that's when I noticed that the water was on in the sink and there was no one around. So there were things and they started right away. So on this particular night that I'm going to tell you about, I don't know what time it was, but it was uh, probably still pretty early, maybe nine o'clock or so. And uh, we were just going to bed. So my sis- one of my sisters and I shared the bedroom and it was towards the very back of the house. So our bedroom windows looked out at the backyard. One of them was at the very backyard and the other window looked out at the side, like of the backyard. <clears throat> so we're back there and there was a fence. Let me see. That was, um, it was kind of like by our room that separated like the backyard, you know, like from the front side of the house, you know, you've got that fence right there. So my sister already fell asleep. I've always taken a long time to go to sleep because I find going to sleep boring. If if I didn't have to sleep, I'd be happy. So I think it's a waste of time, but that's just how I've always been. Like, okay, I guess I have to go to sleep because we have to for our own health sake. So anyways, I'm laying there and like I said, it takes me a while. And so I'm like daydreaming, whatever. I'm looking up at the ceiling and I hear this pounding. 
And the pounding started like at the front of the house. That's what it sounded like to me. Because it's as if somebody had something that was very big and they were pounding on the outside wall of the house, on the side where our bedroom was. So it's as if they were running along the side of the house on the outside and pounding on the house. The closer it got to our bedroom, the louder the pounding sounds got. It also, you could feel the vibration. And it did not stop when, uh, like if it was a person doing this, the fence would have stopped them from continuing. But it was like they ran right through the fence. The pounding never stopped even for a second. It was like a bam, 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 like that. So it never even skipped a beat, like if someone would have had to jump over the fence or anything like that. It just continued. And by the time it got to like our room, it was so loud and it's like it vibrated everything. And then it just like went away. It started to recede. I never knew what that was. I got up and I went into my, because my mom and dad's room was at the front of this house, but it was like still on the same side. The bedrooms were like on the left side of the house, as I can recall. On the left side of that hall. Well, if you were looking down the hallway coming from the master bedroom, it would have been on the right. So if you were looking face on at the house, the bedrooms would have been on the right of the hallway. And then my brother's rooms were on the left. But anyways, I got up and I went and I was like, did you hear that? Did you hear that pounding? And I don't know if my mother did because she's always been one to just kind of like... uh not pay attention, and to deny these things. And she told me, oh, it's just go back to bed. So that's not an answer. If Did you hear it? Go back to bed. But she's always been this type to deny certain things. So I don't know if she heard it or not. But I was definitely wide awake. I had not been to sleep yet. And I heard this. And I don't even know how my sister slept through it. What that could have been, it was some sort of, uh, well, I, I imagine it was meant for me, some sort of uh, scare tactic. Because things just always continued in that house. But that's just one of them. As well as, there would be, uh, from time to time, it would sound like there was someone walking on the roof and I would be in that little den, I guess it was a little small den, and I would be uh, watching TV at night and I would just get the creepiest feeling like there was somebody right next to me breathing like down my neck that I would just have to get up and leave. 
and go into my room. But there was just so many things. There were, there was almost never a day when nothing happened. So I tried to um, do a little bit of history on that house, but I could not, I could not find anything. What I believe now, as I look back, is that the people who lived there before were probably engaged in something. And there are reasons why I believe this. And even when we first, when we lived there, when I was really young, at that time, I believed for whatever reason that the previous people, the previous owners, had been into something. I don't like to uh, throw things around like that and accuse people. And that's really not what I'm doing. But I just have some reasons for believing this. That's It's mainly my own opinion. And um, I, I, I just believe that that's why that house was so... Uh, it was haunted. And then later, more recently than that, one of my brothers, this has been a, a while back, like my brothers don't call me. They don't call me and say, hey, how you doing? And, you know, let's meet up. They just don't do that. Whenever one of my brothers calls me, it's because there's something up, something's going on. So, one day, one of my brothers calls me and he's like, hey, remember that house, that spooky house? And I was like, yeah. And he said, well, I went over there to go make a delivery. He used to, um, when he first started working and stuff, he used to drive for like, I don't know, Sparklets or something like that. And he said, uh, there was a kid sitting out there on that, on that little step. He said, so I was walking up. And he was like looking at the house and he was telling me, you know, this and that isn't there anymore and la, la, la. And that kid is sitting right there. And he said, um, he put the water down and he said something to that kid. And he said, you know, the kid was sitting out there. He was wearing a, uh, well, when I was a kid, we used to call hoodie zipper hoods, okay? Because it was like the sweatshirt you zipped up and you have the hood on it. And he said, so the hood was over this kid's head. And the kid was just like looking down. So my brother said something to him and he said, kid never looked up, never even like noticed him. And then he said something again. And he said, I don't know if that kid was uh, deaf, if he was dead or what. He said, but something about it. He's like, you know what? Uh, something about this just made me feel really, really creepy. He said, as a matter of fact, the only reason he said anything to the kid from the beginning is because as he was walking up, he got a creepy feeling. Now, this brother that I'm referring to, he did not live at that house with us. He actually stayed with my grandparents. He would. He didn't want to um, come with us. He just wanted to live with, with my grandparents, so they let him. So he didn't experience all of the things that we experienced in this place. So for him to get that feeling, 
it was uh, a little bit different because he wasn't, he didn't have that mindset. Because when we would talk about it, what happened to us and so on, he would just look at us like, oh, you guys, it's, you guys are crazy, you know, and stuff like that. So when he was telling me this story, he was, uh, he was a little bit shook up. I mean, for him to call me, I, I was like, wow, you know, this is really something. It, it just kind of like shook him up a little bit. So um, he was like, yeah. And the only reason that I even said anything is because I felt kind of creepy for some reason. He's like, and I was trying to like make my own self feel better. He said, but then when this freaking kid is like a frozen solid statue, he's like, it made it actually worse. Then he had to like almost step over this kid. And he said, I can't even tell you if it was a boy or a girl. I don't know. And then he said, he got after he put that water there and he got and went to go get in his truck. And then he had to make a U-turn to go back. And he said, that kid was still there, not moving, had not moved. He said, I didn't even see it breathing. So this must have been uh, maybe like in the, I'm going to say the early 2000s when this took place. We had not lived in that house for many, many years when he called me with this story. So that tells me that there's more than likely some things still happening there. I was actually trying to see how many people have lived in that house, have owned that house since as far back as I can go. Like uh, normally when houses are so active, people don't live there a long time. They'll live there and then, okay, we, we got to get out of here and then they'll sell it. So I was taking a look at that, but I could only go back as far as like, I believe it was 2006. And so I, I can't get a really good idea about what's still happening there. And I'm not the type of person who's brave enough to go and try to interview just out of the blue somebody about their house. Like, oh, have you experienced anything here or so on? I'm not that brave of a person. So um, it's, it's I've, I believe that whatever was in there is still there. Maybe not as intense. Maybe the intensity has lessened for whatever reason. Or maybe it's the same. But I believe it's still there. All right. So that is um, one of the things I wanted to share with you. And the other thing that I wanted to tell you about is that these, um, I don't know what you call these, but I've had uh, things like this happen to me more than once. This type of thing I'm going to start off with happened to me at that same house I was just telling you about. We didn't go and hang out in the backyard of that house or anything like that. There really wasn't anything there. It's on a corner lot, 
So like your garage is around the block from your house. It was a, a detached garage. So like our front door faced just say Main Street and our garage was on 6th Street because it was like on down, you know, from the house. It was kind of weird. So we didn't hang out in the backyard because there really wasn't anything there. There was no awning. There was uh, really nothing there. So we would just go to the park or whatever. So one day, I was out there in the backyard. I guess I had this big idea. I was going to plant something back there because there was nothing. There was like this little concrete area, and then there was grass. But there was, there were no plants. There was nothing out there to make it look like somewhere you wanted to hang out. It was just plain with, you know, it was boring. So I was out there. The fence that separated our house from the neighbors, since we were on the corner, we only had one person, one neighbor. It was wood. So, you you know, it has like those little openings where you can kind of like glimpse the backyard next to you and, and so on. So anyhow, I'm back there and I had this feeling all of a sudden that someone was looking at me. So I looked up and there were eyes that were looking at me from over the top of the fence. When I say eyes, okay, I mean that whoever this was, you couldn't see their nose, you could see their eyes, and I do not recall anything else. I don't recall hair or anything, a forehead. I just recall eyes. I was so shocked. I think that's probably why that's all I can remember. And even though I couldn't see the rest of the face, you know, when someone's smiling, their eyes kind of crinkle or they can look at you like in a mean way or whatever. Well, these eyes did not have anything where you could say they were smiling or they were mean or mad or anything. They were just unreadable. And I must have I must have stood there and looked at them like for a split second. I have eye to eye contact with this whatever it was. And I will tell you, even though it's been a long time ago, these eyes did not blink. So I, I don't even remember if I turned and ran or if I backed up. I do not remember. But I remember I went in the house some way. I, I, don't, uh, I don't even know if I went in through the sliding door there or if I went out the gate and walked around to the front of the house. That was just like blanked. I blanked it all out. So that was one encounter, and I think, actually, I try to remember this in sequence, but I really, it's, it's hard because it's been so long ago. But I want to say that this happened after the pounding. I don't know how long after, maybe a week, maybe a month, I don't know, but I want to say that happened after I heard that pounding on the outside of the house. Okay, so then 
Years go by. And now, oh, and the reason I brought up that fence, because you could see, you know, a little bit of the neighbor's backyard, because you know how like the wood starts changing and you start getting gaps in it and stuff like that, is because I did not see anyone's body. If somebody would have been standing there, I would have seen like a body. Because I recall that. Like, if there would have been someone there, I would have been able to see at least partially like their torso or their legs or something because of the gaps in the wooden fence. But I did not. All I saw were eyes. The reason <clears throat> the reason I didn't see the or notice the forehead or the hair, I believe is because I was so shocked at just seeing somebody looking at me. But I really recall I did not see the body because I remember thinking that at that time. Okay, so now in more recent years, this has happened to me again. And it actually happened in the place where I am living right now. So I was outside in the backyard. And this is uh, maybe, well, this is a few years ago. Three, four years ago. And we've got like those same kind of fences. You know, as they get a little older, they get weathered. And then they start getting gaps in them. And they even start like bowing in and out and things like that. These wooden fences. It was a really hot day. It was in the summer. And let me tell you, there's nobody outside. It was blazing hot. And usually when in this type of weather, I'm the only one who's outside because I like the heat. So I go out there. I'm in the front yard. I'm doing like pulling weeds. My garage door is open or I'm in the backyard and I'm weeding and or just hanging out with the dogs, whatever. So there was no one around. The people that live next to us are elderly and they don't come outside. They never, never, ever come outside. As a matter of fact, their, their weeds from their yard come into my backyard from the openings of the wooden fence. So I'm out there pulling their weeds because, you know, they start growing through our fence and looking all ugly. But they do not ever come outside. The only person that used to come out was the husband before he passed away. And he's been gone now for a while. And I used to even say that to my husband. I say, you know what? When it's really hot out here, the only people who are outside is myself and the man who lived next door. He must have liked the heat also. And he was probably in his 80s, close to 90 years old, and he'd be out in his garage just doing whatever he was doing. But this was afterwards when he had already passed away. So 
I was like the lone person outside in the summertime, which I kind of like still am even now. So anyways, I'm in the backyard and I have an uh, aloe vera plant on this particular side of the yard. And I was out there pulling weeds. And all of a sudden, I got this feeling like someone was watching me. You know, you you feel like a presence. And I knew that there wasn't anyone because my dogs were right, like hanging out right there. And they're, they're not going to bark when I'm outside. Rarely they will, but they'll at least come around if they think that someone is in the area. So I'm there and all of a sudden, and I'm crouching down, I feel like there's somebody or maybe someone is coming up to my gate. So I look to the left, there's no one. And then I look back. And when I look back, there are eyes looking at me through that fence. But this time, we're in closer proximity to one another. Ooh, I'm getting kind of my goosebumps. Ooh, ooh. So there I am, crouched down, and I'm looking right straight. We're probably, oh, I don't know, a couple of feet, if even that, away from each other. Maybe, maybe not even two feet, guys. I'm talking about like inches. Maybe like, oh yeah, we were inches away. And I just looked. And I, at the time when I was looking, it took me back to that other encounter, even though this was different. So I was thinking, I'm going to try to get every detail. I'm going to make a mental note right here. So I'm looking through that fence at these eyes. And when I say I'm looking at these eyes, I couldn't see the entire eye. The the gaps in the fence aren't that wide. But I could see enough to know what I was looking at. I could not see anything else. I could not see a body, but I could see the, like, a little bit of an outline of a rest, the rest of like a, a head. It wasn't just eyes floating there. So I figured, okay. I may not be able to see the body because it's behind these boards, you know, behind the boards of the fence. So it must be skinny. I'm thinking all of this stuff while I'm looking at these eyes. And these eyes never blinked. They never once blinked. I never heard a breath. I never heard anything. And so what I did was, you know, it seems like it lasts for a long time. But in reality, it may have been like 15 seconds. To me, it just seemed like an eternity that I was looking at this. So what I did was, I spoke out loud to myself and I said, it's pretty bad when you can't even go outside 
and you got two fucking eyeballs looking at you from over the across the fence. And then I blinked and then it was gone. Then I stood up and I went to go get something to stand on and I looked at the other side of the, the fence. And I looked at, at the entire backyard to see what this, what this could have been. We do have lizards. I mentioned before, I call the backyard lizard land because there are all kind of lizards out there in the summer. But this was not a lizard. This was bigger than a lizard. And I was able to see the outline of like a partial outline of a head. So while I was crouched down, I don't know what this thing was was doing. I don't know if this thing was on its knees, if it was standing up and it was just very short. I can't tell you, but I can tell you what I saw and I saw that. So, and this was in the day. This was not at night. This was in the broad daylight. It was probably, I don't know, 12 in the afternoon, 12.30. Sun's shining, hot as heck. Yeah. And that's uh, just another encounter that I've had with something that I don't know what it is. I don't know what it was. And I don't know why. But that is like the second type of thing like that. That was similar to that first one. Because it took me back. That's why I, I was just determined. I'm going to re- get as much of this as I can. I'm going to remember as much of this as I possibly can. And there have been people who have asked me. Um, like I was bringing that up to some of the members of the group that I belong to. And they were saying, do you think that it's uh, maybe related to that same thing that happened to you all those years ago and so on. Do you think it could have been the same thing or seeing those type of things? It's possible. It's a possibility. And, um, but do I think like, you know, then we're talking about possibilities, probabilities and this and that. I, I don't know. I, I believe that once maybe you see certain things, that uh, maybe it's kind of like, um, I'm not saying that you're always going to see it again, but maybe you recognize certain things and that's why you're able to see these. Because if I wouldn't have had that first experience, maybe I wouldn't have even noticed this one for for all I know. So in that type of way, maybe it's... Uh, kind of related. But would I say this was the same thing? No, I don't. I would not say this is the same thing. Even though there are similarities. I don't, I don't think it's the same thing. All right. Those are just two of the things that have happened to me in uh, my life. I got so many, man, I've got so much stuff. (laughs) It's just an ongoing thing. But like I've said many times, the day that these type of things stop happening to me, that's when I'll be worried. That's when I'll be scared because I've had a lifetime of this. And I just try to figure them out and do the best that I can. And now I try to remember 
if I have something similar occur that has happened before, like, okay, this time I'm getting this down. I'm going to remember this. People smiling at me with sharp pointed teeth, things like this. You know, when you're a kid and things like that happen, of course, it freaks you out. You react differently when you're a child than you do when you're an adult most of the time. If you had a lifetime of experiences as I have had, I react much differently now. And there are times when you you even know what you're dealing with. Like you recognize certain things. So I'll um, go more into depth about these type of things later. I want to tell you about a, um, a odd another odd story that happened. This was actually brought up to me by a, a coworker. She has an uncle who works at a hotel in Orange County. And um, she came and spoke to me and said that um, she wanted him to tell me what happened to him. But she had to be there because there was a bit of a language barrier. English is not his first language. And um, she wanted him to tell me what had happened. So he comes and he says that um, he works at a hotel in Orange County and he was getting off work. He said it wasn't dark. It was getting dark, but it wasn't all the way dark, you know, becoming into evening. So he went out into his car and he was sitting there. He said he was parked like in the back, but facing the hotel. So he was in there in his truck and he was looking at something. He was getting ready to leave, but his car wasn't on yet. And he was looking at something, looking, you know, reading something before he, he took off. And he said, all of a sudden, there was a big thump and his car moved. And like something jumped on the hood of his car. And he was like, what the heck was that? So he gets out of his car and he says, there's this thing on top of my car. And the only way I can describe it is it looked kind of like Spider-Man. And she's telling me, he said it looked kind of like Spider-Man because it looked like it was wearing this suit that covered its entire body and even its head. So this thing, you couldn't see hair. You couldn't really see its face. All you could see were arms, legs, and like the form, the human form. But it was all covered up with this tight suit, like a Spider-Man suit. He said it was crouched up there on his car. And then he yelled at it. And it jumped down and he said it ran away. There is a big dent on the top of his car. It's like on the ceiling of his car. And he showed me pictures of the place that he works at. There's no balcony there. 
where he was parked, there's no balcony, there's no fence, no overhang, no nothing. His car was totally exposed to the sky. So it's like this thing could not have jumped from the roof of that hotel because it would have, I mean, if a person would have done that, it would have died. This hotel is like, I don't know how many stories up. So I just, and and this guy's scared. He is like, what the heck is that? And now it made a big dent in the top of my car. It's a big dent, guys. Like, shit, what happened? So, not even a tree. There is nothing that this thing could have jumped from. It's like it fell from the sky. So, I just, I mean, he's scared, of course. But... I don't know. I didn't, I didn't even know how to um, console him. I, I didn't know what to say to him. And now he doesn't want to, he's afraid. He, <laughs> he doesn't want to drive and park his car there anymore. He wants his wife to drop him off and pick him up. And um, that may be okay to do for a while. I, I was like, I'm all for that. Let your wife drop you off and pick you up. And I'm not saying that this is true. I'm saying that this is just how I think, okay? This is just my own feeling about certain things like this because, okay, this thing just came out of nowhere, fell on top of your vehicle. And now what if there's something there that we can't see, that this thing can see? How do we know? What if there's a residue? Maybe you guys want would like to uh, or want to get rid of this car. Maybe you don't want to even fix it. Maybe you just want to get rid of it. Because we don't know about things like this. What if there's some kind of mark on there that we can't see? Just like there are certain frequencies we cannot hear. Sometimes... We don't know what's happening around us because we can't hear it. Just as there are things happening all the time in the spirit realm that we can't see. So we're not able to see. When people talk about a war, they talk about a war in the spirit realm, a war in heaven, we don't we can't see this stuff. Animals can hear frequencies that we can't hear. So, I mean, I could really go into depth with the whole frequency thing and even as far as um certain diseases, even as far as uh sicknesses, things like that. I could really, really go far into the whole frequency thing, which we may do at some point. 
after um, maybe during in the new year. We'll we'll talk about that because what you cannot hear can hurt you and can affect you. Just like what we cannot see. It's not that we are refusing to see it. It's that we are unable to see it. So we'll get into more of that later. But yeah, um, that's my, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, maybe um, you want her to pick you up and then maybe you guys can go and trade that car in or something. Don't put it in your garage. So that uh, we'll keep an eye on that and see if this goes anywhere else. But um, I do know that he was, he agreed with the getting rid of the vehicle. He, I could see, he was like saying yes, like, oh, that's okay. I know that a lot of us, well, we might not be able to afford to get a new vehicle. And even right now, it's uh, sometimes a little difficult to get new vehicles, what have you. But if you can, I mean, in a situation like this, that's just me, okay? I'm not saying, oh yeah, you have to you have to go out there and get rid of that car. No, I just think that it may be a good idea. Let's put it that way. Do I think that they are necessarily in danger? No, I'm. I don't think that they're in danger. In any in like in physical danger, but how do we know what why this happened? How do we know that that thing wasn't uh, trying to escape from something? If that thing wasn't being chased by something, and it just dropped out of nowhere, so um, it may have left something, like I said, and not that these people are in danger. I don't believe they are, but you don't want it to happen again. You don't want to be driving and then something like this happens again. So that's why I believe it's a good idea, if possible, to get rid of this particular vehicle. All right. Well, that's all I've got for right now, guys. Um, I probably won't be able to be back until... It may not even, let me see, it may not be until next Saturday with this schedule going on. I'm going to try to come back by Wednesday if I can get a break because I've got a lot of stuff that I want to, um, that you guys know, okay? So anyways, uh, until then, just keep looking around, okay? Let's... uh. Let's just keep looking around at all the interesting stuff that's happening and that's getting ready to happen. So, be talking to you soon. Thank you so much. Once again, guys, I really appreciate everyone. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of the day. Ciao.